When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today. Welcome to BassCast Radio, bringing you the best in local and national news in bass fishing, as well as interviews with some of the best anglers from all over the U.S. With your host, Brian Carter and Bruce Callis. was a giant And I was just a kid I was always trying To do everything he did I can still remember Every lesson he taught me Growing up Learning how to be Like <coughs> my old man Alright guys, we are back with another great episode of Bass Cast Radio. Today, we have special guest, Central Virginia's own Rick Morris. Going to be giving us a look back at his uh, Bassmaster Northern Open win on the James River. But uh, as always, before we get started, got to thank our sponsors, man. We got to thank uh, Stanton River Outdoors. Plus, Dick's Sporting Goods. Parkway Marina, host of the BassCast Fall Tournament Trail. BassBoatForSale.com. Number four, looking to buy a boat or sell a boat? Do it all on BassBoatForSale.com. Our product sponsored giveaways are contests we host each and every month. Missile baits, Grey Goat Lures, Diablo Custom Baits, Vertical Lures, Doomsday Tackle, and Z Bait Company. Please go make sure you like them on Facebook, share their stuff, tell them thank you for sponsoring the BassCast.com and uh, promoting bass fishing, man. We appreciate that. Um, congratulations to everyone that so far has won a prize pack from us. I want to say I probably put about 25 to $30 worth of product in each one of these boxes that I ship out. So you're not getting junk, guys. You're getting great, great product. And it ain't costing you nothing. So please play our giveaway contest. But uh, we're going to take two quick commercial breaks. And uh, we'll be back with Mr. Rick Morris. It's that time of the year again, and the dog days of summer are here. No better place to cool off than on the water. Whether it be boating, fishing, or both, Stanton River Outdoors has your needs covered. Stop on by and see our line of pelican canoes, kayaks, and accessories, or our large selection of fishing gear. We also offer canoe and kayak rentals on the Stanton River. Find us on Facebook, call us at 434-608-2601, or stop by at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alavista, Virginia. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. Points, cash, gear, sports. With the Dick Scorecard, 
You earn points on all your purchases and get 3% back in rewards and access to exclusive deals and events. It's simple. Points lead to cash to buy gear so you can play more sports. Get your Dick's scorecard and start earning reward certificates today. Every season starts at Dick's. All right, guys, we are back with Rick Morris. Rick won the uh, Northern Opener number two on the James River this past weekend. If you guys don't know, Richmond, Virginia, what's going on, Rick? Right. Hey, it's going I'll, pretty good, man. About time I'll, I got a win, huh? Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Don't don't be that hard on yourself already. Don't be that hard. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when you get the first one out of the way, things, uh, things um, kind of spiral after that. So I'm kind of looking forward to the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely true. Man, you finished up the three-day event with 43 pounds, 15 ounces. You know, I, I don't know if you pray practice yeah. or not. Because, you know, we all know Rick lives right here in, uh, I guess, say southern Virginia. But did you go up there and pre-practice for the event? And that would be the south side. I live uh, in Gaston now. But I have lived up there at, uh, in um, Duquette County for five or six years, which is right there at the Chickahominy River at the Rockahawk boat ramp area. Right. And I also grew up in Virginia Beach. And Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, fish club tournaments and regional tournaments and pot tournaments. You know, I've got plenty of experience on the river. But the river <clears throat> in the summertime is hot and it's tough. So, especially with, you know, 160 boats out there, everybody seems to find all the good stuff. But, uh, yeah, I did do some practice. I, I put in five or six days and uh, put almost all of it in on the check. I just was all in. I did that last year and it didn't work out for me. Right, but uh, it did this year. There you go. So during the uh, pre-practice, um, were most of the fish that you found during the tournament were fish that you found during your practice? Uh, that'd be correct. Um, I did a lot of idling uh, with my carbon, Lawrence carbon units and the new side scan they have. Yes, it's, it's a three D. And it was able to find some uh, brush piles. Now, you know, all brush piles aren't created equal, and they all nope. don't have fish on them. So you just can't go down the bank and brush pile, brush pile, brush pile, and expect to uh, win a tournament. You have to fish them thoroughly, and you have to fish them through all the tides. Matter of fact, I saw somebody out there, and, <laughs> and he was idling the entire day. I mean, every time I moved, he was coming up the river, and I'm like, what is he going to do with all those spots? I mean, if you don't fish them... <laughs> You don't find the fish. <laughs> I mean, I guess I mean, he's probably got thousands because, I, I mean, it's kind of funny, man. I just did that the entire day. But sometimes you have to do that, that um, you know, in, in Kentucky Lake and things like that on the Tennessee River chain. But you've got to spend your time on those brush piles because they're shallow. They're like, uh, you know, five, six, and seven feet. <clears throat> and you can't see all the fish on them that you can on a 20-foot brush pile. So the only way... I mean, you can see uh, sometimes one or two, but you to know the full um, you know capability of a pile, you've got to fish it. You got to fish it on different tides. So that's one thing I did. And then, you know, the other thing is is uh, you know I, I fished a lot of uh, outside bends in the creeks, and right. those are deeper, and the fish can move up vertically <clears throat> with the tide, and they just drop down in the on low tide and when so on the incoming or high um i did a lot of pitching a war eagle spinnerbait 
real fast and just let flutter for a second or two, reel it in, pitch it, flutter it, reel it in. And, um, you know, the, the chick used to have lots of pads, but they're all gone. And what, what we got now is, you know, the arrowhead, which is a different, and a couple, a different species. It's more up. It doesn't flood right. like a regular flat pad does. So, um, <clears throat> so that was another pattern. And then I know a lot of little isolated things all over the, the, the chick, you know, like a little barge here, a little duck blind there. Some of it's obvious and, um, you know, an isolated cypress tree that the current hits and, yeah, that's where my past experience comes in because a lot of cypress trees and a lot of uplines and a lot of sunken structure out there. And my past, you know, I've caught fish in different areas and some of this stuff. And, you know, the four pound I caught at the end of the day was on a, on a cypress tree that I hadn't practiced or fished or anything. I'd just been bit there before. So when I got down to top 12 and I caught my limit, I was right. able to run the whole river. It was all mine. And um, it was really, it was really cool. And I had to remind myself to do that. Don't get pinned down on a few little areas. Make sure after you get that limit, the only way it's going to happen is get your butt out there and run around and and have you know just you know have guts and and confidence and just do it. And then and it happened. So wow. There you go, guys. That's how we did it. <laughs> so you had a. <laughs> pretty con- you had a pretty consistent tournament. You had 12 pounds, low of 12 pounds day one, 14, 13 day two, and a 16, 11 the final day. And you had the kicker to go with it. But um, throughout the event, were the you know was your mind? How was your mindset throughout the event? You know, I know you sound like you're pretty daggone confident, which is good because you do have prior uh, knowledge of the um, river and the river basin. You know. Is there tips that you can give other people? Well, um, you know, I, I didn't. You know, I just went in there and tried to fish. Uh, I went in autopilot. You know, I fished 238 Bassmaster events in my career, so yep. I just, you know, went in there and told myself to slow down. Chickahominy is a place to slow down. And these these Florida strain bass, you know, they're actually a cross. You know, the, an F1 or Tiger bass for everybody's information is right. a cross between a aggressive Texas bass and a, and a, and a Florida bass. So they have, the gene pool is, is split, but these, these Florida bass still, I mean, the tiger bass and the F1 still act like Florida. So they're very finicky. They do a lot of pecking on the, on the worms and uh, they pick it up. And it's, it's sometimes it's not just chasing lures and slamming things. And so, especially in the summer, and with all the pressure and all the boats and all the tournaments, man, there's oh, been yeah. tournament after tournament after Yeah. So uh, slow down. And then once you get them hooked, they're crazy wild. I mean, they are they are so mean and so strong because they got shoulders from being in that river. And I'll tell you something, you know, and this is hard to believe, but the, what I lost in this tournament would have easily put me in the 50s. Um, Oh, the wow. first day I had a like a five pound. I, I had a five pounder the first day up to the surface and it was shaking its shaking its head, and it came off. You know, and I'm talking worm fishing. And uh, <clears throat> the second day I caught a six pounder and I lost one that big or bigger. I didn't get to see it, but when when you catch something, when you hook up on something on braid, a twenty pound braid, and it takes off like a freight train down through the brush pile, and you can't turn it. It's kind of sick when he breaks your line. So <laughs> I had that happen to me oh. on day two, 
and on day three. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so day three, I was like, oh, man, I've lost this tournament. Those two big fish I lost are three. But uh, late in the day, <clears throat> just, you know, when I started running around, I caught the six-pounder running around, hitting isolated cover. And uh, that was a battle. I mean, it ran and ran and pulled drag. And uh, I didn't have the drag set you know, light enough, and I thought it was going to snap at any second. And, you know, I was using a fluorocarbon leader, a gamma braid and gamma fluorocarbon leader, 12-pound line. Right. Uh, I just felt like I got a few more bites with the, with the carb, fluorocarbon. You know, and, and, you know, this is not a commercial, but, um, uh, you know, those power poles and tidal water, you, you need them. When you've got current and you're going by the structure, uh, you need to put those down and make multiple, multiple, multiple casts to something that you know a fish should be in because those Florida bass, they need more than just one presentation sometimes. And, you know, my partner did – all my partners did good. I think my partner – I had the – my partner I had uh, – for day two, I had him on day three, and I helped him. You know, he was a little hyper a couple times and <laughs> throwing a lot of crazy bait. Yeah, and I just kept telling him, slow down, you're going to get your opportunity. I'm not just going to hit isolated stuff all the time. I said, you just keep that worm in your hand. You'll be all right. And he did good. I forgot what place he was, but I think he was fourth. I'm not sure. Watch. But, uh, Cast a check. I think he was fourth. His name was Jim. Yeah, but anyway, um. <clears throat> So, you know, that's the other thing, you know, you're fishing with a partner and, you yeah. know, I want him to do good too, but you don't, you don't want to blow by the cover with just one cast and then, and then your partner set right up on it. So, uh, but you know, I always made sure he had his opportunities and all my partners caught limits. And so it was, it was a good tournament. And I guess that's the advice I can give fish slow, fish thorough. And, uh, then, you know, if you get the opportunity to run around, you know, you know, you always read these articles, you know, run the tide, run the tide, run right. the tide. Well, yeah, okay, 20, 30, 20, 30 years ago when you're in a, a 20, a 30-boat uh, club tournament, you can run the tide. You run the tide with a 160, 200-boat field, you're going to run right into everybody. So you're going to run, into, and somebody's going to be on it, somebody's going to be on it, and somebody's right. going to be on it. So all my success on tidal water fishing it comes from fishing through the tide, and you have to fish the good tide with the bad tide. You don't get as many bites in a bad tide. Right. But you don't want to get the mindset that, oh, I can't catch a fish because it's high tide. Well, if you, once you do that, it's over. So. Great tip right there. Matter of uh, fact, the big fish I caught was on it was on incoming was incoming tide. Oh wow. Yep. Now. Yeah. You won the uh, event. Both six pounders were on incoming. Huh? You won the event. I'm here. Yes, I hear you. You won the event. Yep. But looking back, yep. is is there a takeaway that you learned that yourself? Because every time you go out fishing, you always learn something. You learn something new. Was there something that you learned looking back at the event? Yeah, we, you always learn, and even though with my 30 years experience on tidal water. Um, Good thing I put in six days of practice because I kept returning to some of the places I knew there was fish and checked it on other tide. And other tide, the the biggest thing is that water color. Right. So dead low, almost low, and almost and low, and just very first part of incoming, fairly clean water. You know, so that's that's a key. Clean water, bass like you know they bite better. Mm-hmm. Um. So and I went back on you know. That first, the second and third hour of incoming tend to get a little dirty, and they'll slow back down, and they won't bite. 
but as it reaches closer to high, the current's starting to slow down as the river fills, and that again starts to it gets a little clear, not as clear as low, but it's not the bottom's not stirred up as much, and that mud's not flowing around, and that's when you can start getting a few more bites. And then when it goes that dead slack or dead high, mm-hmm. and just barely starts to turn out, that first turn in that tide stirs them up again. So it's kind of like if you were it's air conditioned. It's like if you were standing there and there's not a stitch of wind and you're burning up. And all of a sudden, the gust of breeze comes by. He's feeling a little better, and you might be hungry. So that's kind of what happens with these. That's the way I look at it, you know, is yeah, how they feel. True. When you go from no current to some current, that's the air conditioning just came on. Then they feel a little more a little more oxygen, a little more exhilarated, and they're more apt to feed. Because tidal water bass, they also suspend, and they also go dormant, just like lake fish. So right. That's what I learned. There you go. All right, looking forward here. You're going to be fishing the 2018 Bassmaster Classic down in South Carolina. I know you're excited about that. What's Oh what's man, it's just now starting to set in. That'll be my sixth classic, so I'm pretty excited about that. And I have fished there before. We fished, uh, you know, the classic's been there what twice. Yep. And I fished the top 100 there years ago. Um, I think I fished an open or two there years ago. So, uh, you know, we're in an off-limits deal already. They've they've made new rules, which is a good thing. Um, so there's a lot less uh, waypoint trading. But um, <clears throat> I'm pretty confident that, you know, I you know I know enough to do well. That doesn't mean I will. Well, you just go down there and do my job and do my homework. And, um, you know, of course, without all the pre-practice time, you know, we're only going to get a few days, and you got to dial in pretty quick and uh, – and what the greatest thing about this off-limits stuff is, uh, you know, you got to fish from the seat of your pants, and you got to make decisions on the go and make it happen quick. And that's that's pretty exciting. That's awesome. You think you think that'll play more to? I know you all. With the bass is always hyping up. You know, people that live in that state. This is their home lake. Blah blah blah. Do you think this will give everyone that even playing field? It helps a whole lot. Um, yeah, obviously, if you have, if it's your home water, you look at right. me, I just want on my home water. So, right. I mean, some, sometimes that that plays out, but not always. I mean, I fished I fished to James last year and bombed. I didn't even get a check. <laughs> so, uh, but, you know, so it is the classic, and, you know, we try to keep it as um, as fair playing field as possible, and, you know, that that's, uh, makes me feel more comfortable, too, so. Who's ever more on point and making the better decisions and, and just feeling it will we'll win the classic. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you coming on Basscast Radio and talking to us today, Rick. And uh, we always look forward to seeing you out and about down in Bugs Island. And uh, good luck to you the rest of this year. And I know, what is it? We got a couple more opens left to fish. And then, right, uh, the, uh, the next. Yep. When's the ne- where's the next one? The next Northern Open is going to be at Douglas Lake uh, in Tennessee. That's the first week of September. And then the last um, Southern is going to be on Smith Lake, Alabama. That's the end of September. And then it's time to get ready for the new year. And uh, I'm kind of getting back into it now. This is kind of my restart, and I'm going to be fishing a few more tournaments. And I've got a lot of exciting things lined up and 
You know, you know, I own RPM Custom Rods. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. American Made product, and uh, they got a new sponsor, Leapcore. It's a it's a federal construction company out of Williamsburg. Awesome. And they are they're wanting to do a lot of helping the military families around the country. So we're going to be uh, partnering up with some other big companies, and we're going to hold some events, and we're going to we're going to help some people out. And I'm going to be doing that in between tournaments. So I'm pretty excited. Um, you guys, if you guys haven't checked out the uh, RPM Custom Rods, Rick, I don't know if you'll have a booth at Richmond this year. Not Rick usually has a booth at the uh, Richmond Fishing Expo, and those are some pretty daggone good rods. I mean, I've sat over there and watched Rick pull up on them things, and if, if you can't reel a fish in with one of those rods, I mean, it's it's too big. I mean, that thing is it's got a heck of a nice bend to it. Yeah, you know, I don't do a lot of bragging on my own product. Um, I will. You know, but, <laughs> but you know, the, the being American-made is, and, you know, the rods have t- taken a turn for the, for the, for the, a little bit for the worse because they're trying to build them to where they're eighty and a hundred dollars and a little more affordable. But when they do that, there's, you know, you're sacrificing a few things. And one thing is, if you look at a lot of the less expensive rods around the line guides where they're put to the rod it's just a piece of tape and a huge gob of epoxy so it's not really spun with with thread the old-fashioned way and we still thread every one of them and we choose the highest quality line guides that we can get our hands on and uh we make our own blanks here in the u.s that's another thing you know blanks are made out of uh carbon fiber carbon fiber has a shelf life it has to be kept below freezing can't be older than six months it's a lot of quality control with carbon fiber so if you buy if the blanks are coming from overseas well okay there you go so some of your quality control is not as good as it could be if it was here in the states and and look you know paying close to attention to it now i don't make a pile of money my profit margin is real small it's not huge like if i went to china i get offers every day to go to china but i just want to create a quality product built in u.s and you know 10 well it's been 15 years ago oh yeah um, you know i had the diff i had some different rod c- companies and some product i was using and i just i was like you know what it was inconsistent i was like i can do a better job of that and boy i didn't know what i undertook but it's turned out pretty good it's been a lot of work but i have some good product and i'm proud of it and confident in it and it took me to the win awesome one last question before you go. Are you looking at returning to the Bassmaster Elites in 2018? I would love to get back into those. I took a little time off for yep. family reasons and health issues with my back, so uh, I would just love to be back in those. It's after fishing, um, you know, it was 23 years of that, two years ago, and uh, had never missed a tournament and never missed a day. It was really hard just to stop cold turkey. I mean, I had a lot of sleepless nights. So if it all works out, I'll be back. And if not, I'll take another direction. But um, I'm still working on that. Rick, we appreciate you coming on talking to us. And uh, good luck the rest of uh, 2017. I appreciate it. Good fishing. 
It's that time of the year again, and the dog days of summer are here. No better place to cool off than on the water. Whether it be boating, fishing, or both, Stanton River Outdoors has your needs covered. Stop on by and see our line of Pelican canoes, kayaks, and accessories, or our large selection of fishing gear. We also offer canoe and kayak rentals on the Stanton River. Find us on Facebook, call us at 434-608-2601, or stop by at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alta Vista, Virginia. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. All right, guys, we hope you uh, enjoyed that episode of Bass Cast Radio with uh, Rick Morris. Man, what a good victory for him and uh, his opportunity now to go fish the 2018 Bass Master Classic, where the Bass Cast will be. Very excited for that. Going to take a good group down and uh, have a great time and uh, excited to be there. But one last thing before we go we got to always thank our sponsors. You guys just heard from Stanton River Outdoors, Dick Sporting Goods. They're sponsoring our Lunker for Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. Parkway Marina is the host of the Bass Cast Fall Tournament Trail. BassBoatForSale.com. Looking to buy a boat or sell a boat? Do it all on BassBoatForSale.com. And our product sponsor, Giveaways. Missile Baits, Grey Goat Lures, Diablo Custom Baits. Vertical Lures, Doomsday Tackle, and Z-Bait Company. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We look forward to uh, bringing another great episode soon. Have a wonderful day, everyone. We'll be talking to you later. No better place to cool off than on the water. Whether it be boating, fishing, or both, Stanton River Outdoors has your needs covered. Stop on by and see our line of Pelican canoes, kayaks, and accessories, or our large selection of fishing gear. We also offer canoe and kayak rentals on the Stanton River. Find us on Facebook, call us at 434-608-2601, or stop by at 508B Pennsylvania Avenue, Alta Vista, Virginia. Stanton River Outdoors for all your outdoor needs. You've been listening to BassCast Radio, the best in local and national bass fishing. For more episodes, go to Spreaker.com slash BassCastRadio or like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BassCastRadio and follow us on Twitter at BassCastNews. was a giant When I was just a kid I was always trying To do everything he did I can still remember Every lesson he taught me Growing up Learning how to be Like my old man was a lion We were a father's pride But I was defiant When he made me walk the line He knew how to lift me up And when to let me fall Looking back He always had a plan My old man Feel the callous
dust on his hands and dusty overalls, my old man. Now I finally understand. When I need to send cash fast, the Western Union app is my go-to. And now you can send up to $500 for a $5 fee worldwide. All you have to do is download the app, choose the pay in cash option, then come in and pay at a participating Western Union agent location. Download the Western Union app today.